welcome back to another episode of AFK Discussions. It's your boy, Ty. With me is my boy, Jason, fresh back off the cruise. What's up, boy? I'm fresh off the boat. <laughs> what up? Yes, sir, dude. Did you get a tan while you were out there? Oh, yeah, man. I did get a tan, Um, although I do use a lot of sunscreen, but because, you know. Do you use sunscreen on cruises? Yeah, dude. Really? Chilling in, like, down next to the equator? Yeah, dude. You got to use it. I've never and I've never been on a cruise and I was supposed to go on a cruise but then my son was born which I'd I would much rather have him than a cruise but it would still be kind of cool to go on a cruise. But my cruise was going to be to Canada. Um and Brandon uh, one of my one of my good friends Brandon went. Um he said it was really really cold. He said the high was like 40 each day. I Dang. said it sounds like it sounds like my kind of cruise. Yeah, it was, was like it, was super 80s. hot where you were? Yeah, like in the 80s. In the 80s, yeah, it's too hot for me. Yeah, we were in the Caribbean. We went to um, St. Croix, the Tortola, that's the uh, British Virgin Islands. Yeah. And we went to Coco Cay, which is like the private island of Royal Caribbean. Okay. I, I do have a review for all you people who may be interested in cruising. So last year we went and did a um, carnival cruise. Um and Carnival is way better than Royal Caribbean. Really? Yeah, dude. Much better. The uh, the cruise I was supposed to go on was going to be um, Norwegian. Norwegian is good. My wife and I, we did our honeymoon on Nor- Norwegian. It was really good. Nice. So how do the kids feel about cruises? Oh, they love it. They think it's awesome. They liked Carnival way better than Royal Caribbean. Caribbean also, there's much more for them to do on the Carnival ship. Oh, yeah, I'd say that one's a lot more kid-friendly, right? Yeah, which, you know, when we booked last year, I was kind of worried about it because Carnival's notorious for being the party ship. But it really really wasn't. Um, There was just, like, a lot of activities and and just fun stuff going on all the time. So party as in stuff to do and exciting, not party as in there's like everyone's getting sloshed and falling overboard you know <laughs> sure sure which is a scary thought too by the way because if you fall overboard on one of those ships those ships are kind of like trains in a sense they can't just stop no like it takes them a bit, dude and so like if you fall off that ship dude like i don't remember there was a guy who got dared to jump off a ship not too long ago you know what i'm talking about no that's so it was all over it was all over the news and and when i say the news i mean social media because i don't watch the news um but some kid got dared to jump off of a ship a cruise ship his friends dared him and so he did it but it was nighttime and they never found him dude oh my gosh that is not i'm thinking dude that is literally the scariest i i don't know and and I, this is gonna sound weird man but like every time i'm in I want to say big water, which has only been a couple of times in my life. But like, I'll give you a good example is when me and Caitlin went on our um, honeymoon to Nantucket Island up north. Yeah. Um, the ferry to the island, it's like a, it's like 20 miles, right? So the ferry rides like 40 minutes, right? And the ferry's moving at a good, at a good little clip. Yeah. And I don't know why, but there's always a voice in my head that goes, jump, jump now. Go, go. And I'm kind of like, dude, what? No. And I don't know why, but I kind of like just want to jump in the water just to like see. But no, that's, yeah, that's, no. that's some scary stuff. Maybe we need to like see a priest or something. To get extra. No, uh, 
it's not like that. It's not like a it's not like a creepy thing, but it's like a it's like a curiosity thing, not a creepy thing. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think cruises. I would probably get the same feeling with cruises. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I wouldn't jump in the water, but yeah, you get kind of mesmerized looking in the water, and it, sure. it, it is kind of inviting. Of course, you know. I wonder if that's the a thing. You know, back in the day, um, whenever like sailors would you know fall overboard and you know people would say oh it's like mermaids it's sirens calling them into the water i wonder if that's kind of like the same you know feeling you get you know maybe and it's just like it was just so weird and and when we went to nantucky it was really cold it was october um and like it was probably 30 degrees 40 40 degrees maybe yeah so Excuse me. Uh, remember, guys, I have a newborn, so I get like little to no sleep every night. Um, so if you hear me yawning, that's why. Um, no, but yeah, dude, I'm like, it was it was super cold, and but like part of me was like, dude, I wonder what that water feels like. Yeah. And so, but anyways, um, do the kids enjoy the beach? Or do you got some beachy kids, or do oh, they yeah, not like dude, the beach? They love the beach. Okay. Rory, Rory, like hunts for shells, like nonstop. Actually, okay. all the kids do, but. They they love it. They all get in the water and swim around. Um, the first beach we went to, it was in um, Saint Croix, and it wasn't the best beach. It was like it was like a rocky beach, you know, like where the, there's rocks under the sand and stuff. Sure. Um, but the cool thing about it, which I mean, it's cool and not cool at the same time. Um, do you know what sea glass is? Uh, it sounds sharp. Whatever it is. Well, it's not. It's not really sharp, actually, but. So it's pretty much broken bottles and stuff, <laughs> but the sea um, smooths them out over time, okay. and they become these like like you know almost like gemstone looking. Um, and some of them are worth like quite a bit of money if they're old glass, like from like the pirate era, which I think we found one because we found like a really thick piece of glass that's like brown and and no, it's green glass. And the different color glass means, like, is different ages depending on the color. Green glass yeah. is an older glass, um, and I think brown is old too. But yeah, it was really cool. We found a bunch of it. Um, I know. I know. There's some brown glass at the gas station that's not that old. <laughs> yeah, but old, I mean, old Budweiser. But it's like the thickness of it that you know, yeah. it's not like a beer bottle, modern beer bottle. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm sure it was used for some sort of liquor at some point. Yeah, and you know, right there, you know, where all the the pirates hung out so. in the in the Caribbean. Yeah, dude. Speaking of pirates, I'm on episode two hundred and twenty six of One Piece. Yeah, so I'm kind of I'm kind of cruising through. I'm in like some filler episodes that are kind of boring. And it's so hard to get through, but at least the animation has got so much better. Oh yeah, the animation keeps getting better. Um, so is that are you so I finished Skypea. Okay. Okay. The Skypea okay. arc. Well, and I'm right before I I watched the Davy Bat games. Okay. With the Foxy oh, Pirates. Yeah, yeah. Do this now and now I'm on like um some sort of memory island thing. Yeah. And yeah, this no memory island kind of sucks. The the Davy Back games was kind of cool. Yeah, but, the Davy Back games was it was it was fun. 
because yeah. you know had they had to like you know fight all those those giants and stuff. No, nah, yeah, they were good episodes, but the the animation looks a lot better now. I think that I need to start incorporating some of the movies. I saved a wiki that tells me when to watch the movies and things like that. So I'm trying to make my way through the greatest pirate anime ever made. Yeah, it's it's, it's really good. Um, also coming, you're getting close to um when they meet Frankie. That's that's a really good. Really oh yeah, good. hopefully yeah. I haven't the the last person they got on the crew was Robin. Yeah. And that was oh, I thought, after they left um, Alabasta. I thought, so you haven't got Chopper yet? Yeah, he has Chopper, but Robin came after Chopper. Oh, you're Robin? Oh, for some reason. Yeah, because they get Chopper and then they go to Alabasta. Remember okay. because oh, in yeah. Alabasta, the Chopper was always talking to the camel. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then after Alabasta, before Skypea, they picked up Nico Robin. Yeah, guys, I'm on episode like 1000, so it's <laughs> it's been a while yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been on episode 200. Yeah, so um, I've still got, you know, 800 and some more episodes to go, 20 minutes apiece. Um, so slowly but surely. Yeah, it's a, it's such a good show. Guys, if you haven't checked out One Piece, highly recommend it. Even the Netflix live action One Piece is excellent. So it's, I mean, it's better than I thought it would be. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't go so far as to say excellent, but it is the best live action representation of an anime that I have seen ever. Yeah. It's I liked it a lot. So Yeah. It's all subjective. Yeah, it is subjective. So man, let me talk a little bit about the crew. So I tried to do an experiment. Okay. And also I came up with a theory on the cruise. The theory is very outlandish, but it makes so much sense too. <laughs> I, I'm not necessarily, I don't think I necessarily believe my own theory, but it's a good theory. Okay. Um. So the experiment. So I tried to do um like a ghost hunt. Uh, I may or may not release the video because it really nothing happens. <laughs> so it's kind of boring. Um. So my theory was going to do this ghost hunt on a cruise ship is taking the spirit box, which, you know, searched through radio waves to um, get communication. If I used it on a cruise ship and we're out in the middle of the ocean, that there would be no radio waves, FM radio waves to pick up. So anything I get would, would be like hundred percent legit. Right. So I didn't get any radio waves. <laughs> It was all just static when it's going through all the channels and I didn't get any communication at all. Um, not to say that there wasn't any, but in my, I was talking to my wife about this and she was like, well, maybe they have to have the radio coming through to use it to communicate. Maybe they have to have the other side of the signal, not just, you know, me trying to pick it up. So I don't know. Um, but also, I mean, it could just be there's no ghost on the ship also. I mean, who knows? Um, so it's very inconclusive. Um, however, I did use the SLS camera, and I turned and looked to a seat sitting next to me, and it was a little stick figure sitting there. So that was really weird. And I tried to record it with the GoPro. And before I left to go on the trip, I got, like, an external microphone for the GoPro, and so it was all, like, legit, and it would have good sound. Well, on this cruise ship parents just let their kids go crazy 
And me and my wife were like, no, not our, we would never do that. I mean, they, they were like 10, 11 years old just running the ship without parents. It was, it was nuts. There's no way. Mike- yeah, that's, I mean, and see that to me is sorry to interrupt you there, but that no. to me is crazy. Like, yes. Could someone, obviously nobody's going to get off the ship with your kids if you're in the middle of the ocean, but cruise ships, I've never, again, I've never been on one, but aren't they just massive? Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And it's like, you could like lose your kid really easily. Yeah, like we had 14 decks. So, Jeez. and then, you know, there was, you know, a few hundred or, yeah, probably 500 rooms per deck, I would say, if not more. So, yeah, um, not a good idea to let your kids run around. Anyway, so I'm recording. I have my phone with the SLS on it. I'm using the GoPro trying to film the phone. And these kids, they, they were like teenagers, maybe preteen, I don't know. Um, older kids came around the corner like, oh, he's trying to film us. Oh, my <laughs> and I was man. like, I didn't want to say, shut up. I'm trying to record a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Were you yeah. scared to get bullied? <laughs> no, no. I was just sitting there. I was like, I don't want to. I'm just, I just continued my recording. But I mean. You'd be like, Rory, get him. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I was by myself. It was like one o'clock in the morning when I was doing this. Oh, okay. Yeah. So after that was the first night, and after that, I didn't really revisit the ghost hunting. I was so tired just because we were doing stuff all day, and so I was exhausted. Um, but yeah, so I may or may I may put some um, stuff out on Instagram. By the way, guys, that reminds me: follow us on Instagram and Facebook, um, AFK Discussions. Also, give us a five star review. You're, if you're listening to this, you got to be listening to it on some sort of podcast platform. So hit that subscribe button. Okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, um, you know, I'm, I may post it on Instagram, just, you know, uh, make a small video out of it, but it's not enough content for YouTube. Okay. But it was fun. It was fun. Um, okay, so here's the theory, right? Okay. Now, think, I think you're going to enjoy this. This theory was something that, I mean, it makes so much sense that it's it's crazy, but I don't necessarily believe it. So you know how we talk about the uh, simulation theory that gotcha. you know we're in the matrix, blah blah blah. Yeah, you know? all the time. Okay, so I'm on a ship with thousands of people, right? Yes. And I noticed that people I interact with or have some sort of close proximity to, or that I, I like notice that they keep popping up where I'm at. Like wherever we are, we'll see the same people over and over again. And, but you know, there's a bunch of different faces around us. Right. But these, like there's about 15, 20 people, I guess that I would notice pretty regularly, like being in close proximity. Um, like the people at the table next to dinner, the eating dinner. Cause you have a, like a formal dinner you go to every night. Mm-hmm. The people next to us, they would like pop up that we had a game show we, that Tiffany and I went to is like an adults only game show. Um, so Tiffany, and I went to that and the table next to us, the one of the guys was the leader of our, our um, like group is it's, it's weird, right? <laughs> Out of all the people on the ship. So my theory is, is this like, and, and most of those people, we're on the same deck we were, deck eight. 
So I would go down to deck eight and I would pass these people like going to their rooms and stuff. So I'm like, is this like, are these other players? And they're all, this deck is where all the players are because it's so that way they don't have to render all the other decks, you know? And is, is, are they, or am I noticing these people and then they're becoming part of our story because I noticed or interacted with them. So they're part of our, our story now, you know? And I tried, I went out of my way to like, just notice someone like get their face locked in my head. Like they're a random lady with blonde hair. Right. Sure. I would see her. I would, I would like, so I'm, I'm focused on her for like five minutes. I told Tiffany I was doing this. And so it's not creepy. I was like this lady right here, blonde hair, you know, wearing a blue shirt, you know, got her in my head. Right. Okay. That's her. Never saw her again. <laughs> and I actually tried to make, you know, instead of a, it's more than a coincidence because you know it's so it's just so weird dude um i'll tell you what it makes what it sounds like yeah to me it kind of sounds like and and i'm sure that some other people i can't be the only one who's ever experienced this before right so it's kind of like if when you get a new car Right. You're like, you think to yourself, man, I, you oh, know, you don't really yeah. see this kind of car on the road that often, yeah. but as soon as you buy it and start driving around, it feels like every other car you see is that car. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's, it's kind of like that. Like once you, once your brain latches on to an appearance of somebody, then you'll start to see them more often because that's because you can remember what they look like kind of thing. Yeah. Which that make that makes sense, but I try to actively say, okay, here's this person, I see them, I'm going to remember them, and that didn't work. That's the only thing that made it kind of weird, you know. Yeah, but still, I, I like I said, it's a theory. I'm not necessarily saying I 100 believe it. Okay. It's just it was just an entertaining theory that. You know, throughout the cruise, I was like, hey, there's that person again. There's that, ooh, we're in the Matrix. Here we go. You know, what, or what quest are they going to send me on today? You know, that kind of thing. That's funny. But, yeah, it was very, very interesting theory. Um, But, so, I mean, anything, I know you went to a, um, a gaming tournament. So, how did that go for you? Um, Yeah, so we went to Greenville, South Carolina. Um it was, we did not win a lot at all. <laughs> um, I want to start by saying that, but there weren't that many teams there. So we only had to win a few and we got the, the top 64 spots. Um, and so we all got a straw hat Don and we all got the special promo three on three chopper, Tony, Tony chopper. That's cool. So that was cool. It was good just to hang out with some friends. Oh, and I realized that art on Dragon Ball Z cards yeah. is crazy. Oh, yeah, dude. I, and I, so I, we bought some while we were there. I bought a few starter decks and I bought like, and the boxes of boosters were so cheap. They're like 40 bucks a box. So I dang. bought like two boxes of boosters, one of two, two what? Uh, I was about to say one of each set, but obviously there's like 20 sets or something, but like two different sets of booster boxes. Um, I bought, uh, four starter decks. They, excuse me, about four starter decks. Um, 
the set 20, I think it's set 21. I bought two of those because you put them, you put the starter decks together, basically kind of like one piece starter decks, how you don't get like play sets of everything you need. Yeah. Um, and then anyways, I came home and while we were there, Oh, uh, my friend Zach pulled a alt art secret rare card that was worth like 120 bucks. Crazy. Two weeks before he, two weeks before that, though, it was like $400. But anyways, I came back home. Um, obviously there's no locals here for it or anything. So we were just like going to play each other sometimes or whatever. And, um, but anyways, I was at Walmart getting like a gallon of milk or something. I was like, let me go see if they have DBZ packs. And they did. So I bought three packs. I was like, yeah, I'll just buy three. I came home, I opened it up and I got the same secret alt art rare worth like 120 bucks. So it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'm, I'm, you know, the Dragon Ball Z card game, I'm not playing it, but it's, it's definitely, um, the, I like it. I like the art and stuff on it. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah, the tournament was good. Um, we didn't do very well. Um, I think we're planning to go to nationals, um, in January signups for that happen November the 9th. So all of us get in that we're going to go. That's cool. Awesome. But Anyways, what's the subject for tonight, Jason? Dude, the subject is... Are we in the end times? What do you know about the end times, bro? Do you know anything about it? Like, when you say, okay, so you got to be more specific when you say end times. Are you talking about, like, revelation end times? Are you talking about, like, because end times for, you know, other people could be, like, nuclear war. I would say we're pretty close to that, too. Right. So um, I guess it depends on what what end times you're talking about. Yeah. Like uh, biblical prophecy end times. I know if it was a 10 question test, I might get two right. All right. Gotcha. That's where that's where I'm at. I know a little bit. I used to study uh, end times a lot back in the day. Um, But recently. With everything that's going on, I was like, eh, yeah, so uh, I may want to start cracking that Bible open and reading about it again. Um, my pastor at church actually talked about it, and I, and I didn't, I wasn't even like, I, I, you know, I was planning on this whenever we were going on the cruise ship because um, Saturday morning we woke up to, you know, everything going on in Israel, and I was like, I got my next uh, podcast episode. <laughs> You know, yeah. um, and then our pastor talked about it this weekend and it was, it's just, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's getting, it's getting crazy out there, you know? Um, so I just want to say, uh, I, I don't know where everyone stands out there, but being a Christian, um, you know, I, I side with Israel majority of the time. Because we are called, um, if you're a Christian, you know, the Bible says, you know, pray for Israel. Um, they're the chosen people of God. So, you know, that's that's who I'm, I'm siding with. And also the atrocities that Hamas has, has done is very horrendous. So I would not sign uh, side with them anyway. So, well, hold on now. So, like... Hamas is a terrorist organization, yeah. right? They don't they don't represent all of Palestine, all the Palestinians in the world, 
No, no. Right. They, they don't represent Palestine as a whole either. Well, they are the, I think the, um, ruling faction of, I think the Gaza Strip. In that, in yeah. That. But I mean, it, when America left Afghanistan, the Taliban took it back in a matter of months. That doesn't mean that, that, Every Afghani is is a Taliban. No, right? I didn't. Or that, part no. of the Taliban. Well, I know, I know. I just wanna I just wanna be clear yeah. that like there are innocent people that live in Palestine. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm okay. not saying that. I'm just saying Hamas. I didn't say the Palestine. Yeah, I know, I know. But the way you said it, like Israel declared declared war on Palestine, not just like Hamas, right? So like when you said you side with Israel, I just wanna be clear where we're at with that. Yeah, I'm I'm aside with Israel. I mean, it's not like I'm not saying that everyone in Palestine is bad, <laughs> you know. Okay, I'm just yeah. saying that they they didn't. I don't think they declared war on Palestine. I think it was on Hamas because it's called it's not called Israel Hamas. I mean, Israel Palestine War. I think it's Israel Hamas War is what it's called right now. Okay. Um. But yeah, so it, it it's crazy. I mean, they're like beheading women and children, um, raping, pillaging, all that stuff that is uh, very, very much kind of the worst very thing. Bad. Very do. bad stuff. Yeah, very, very bad. Um, so I just, I just, it's hard for me to wrap my head around um, how people could become that evil to do that, you know? Um, I don't know. I mean, we live in a country that owned people and whipped people and, and I mean, and you're talking about within the last hundred years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm right. not saying that's. Well, no, I guess not hundred years. I guess it was, a, when were the slaves liberated? 18, late 1800s, right? 1887? Yeah. Is that it? I, I 1887? Is that right? Something like that. I can't. I'm not a big uh, history buff. I mean, there's a, there's atrocities everywhere. I'm not just saying that one of them are evil. I mean, what what was done in America was evil too. I mean, 1865 is what there's was. there's tons of evil. But I'm just saying this 150 years ago. I mean, I mean, dude, there there was a story. I mean, this is I don't want to. I'm not. I don't want to get that political, but I may. I may have to. Um, well, I wasn't. I wasn't trying. I was just that you said I. I can't wrap my head around how people would be like that. No, I'm thinking our beheading. country was built no. off the back of slaves. Yeah, and that was abolished like 150 years ago. So it's not hard for me to wrap my head around it. Yeah, I yeah. guess is where I was kind of going with that. But I'm talking about beheading women and children. That I wasn't like. You know, I'm. It's, it's a different kind of evil. I think. Does that make sense? Like the beheading of children. I think that's the same evil as slavery. Okay. Um, but just, there was a story of, uh, like, they, they're, they like, taking pregnant women and, like, cutting their bellies open and, like, ripping the babies out. That's, that's... That is horrific. Pretty disgusting. That um, is horrific. But, yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's not a good look in the Middle East right now. <laughs> You know, it it really hasn't been a good look in the Middle East for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I saw today like 
Iran is like warning Israel not to, um, I guess, make a ground offensive into the Gaza Strip. Um, and, you know, that's, gosh, it can get bad if Iran, you know, gets involved. It can get real bad. I, to be honest, I'm, I was, the, the war in Russia, between Russia and Ukraine, to me, I think is, is in terms of superpowers of the world and it being bad for the whole world is probably worse than this. Maybe not in this, not in like the biblical sense, but definitely in like, and that's why I kind of, you were like in times, right? Like if, if Ukraine started to beat Russia or if the allies started to move against Russia in the Ukrainian war, it would be nothing for Russia to launch a nuke or something. Right. Like Russia can't be, can't be the allies. Right. Like it's just not going to happen. Um, I don't think that a country like China would step in probably. Um, and guys, this is all just personal opinion. Um, everybody is free to have their own opinions. Um, but, but essentially what I'm getting at is like, I feel like that war could end in nuclear Holocaust for the world. Yeah. Right. Versus Israel and Hamas and, you know, the struggle between the Isra- you know, the Israelis and the Palestinians that has existed always and forever right like that that war has been going on you know to say that they've declared war against hamas but like i feel like the the conflict i guess is a better term the conflict between israel and palestine has is eternal right like it's always been a thing um so i personally would be more scared of like the the ukraine russian conflict yeah um than this one as far as like end times, uh, of course, like, again, I think biblically there's more, you know, symbolic meaning behind the, you know, Israel and Palestine, but I digress. Yeah. But also I think with, um, if Iran gets involved, I think Iran and Russia are pretty tight. Russia has their own problems. Like, Vladimir Putin has a, has a lot of problems. He's like, like, this isn't the first time that like he's started a war that had no point and lost a bunch of lives. Right. For, for the Russian people. But I think that, I mean, Iran has already got involved, right? They're the ones who have funded the attacks on Israel. At least when I say funded, I mean, funded with um, money that they've received from, like the US, like that's public information, right? You like you can go look at it. Yeah. Um, they've essentially called in their chit with the US and the US paid out their debt, which it was debt. Um but uh yeah, so I mean they've already uh, everybody knows Iran sides with Palestine, right? Like and and Iran is the one funding this whole whole operation. So I think Iran's already involved. Yeah. Um, I saw today that I think we're sending some carriers to the, to what was the, I don't know what the Gulf is there. Carriers. Uh, yeah. Like, like aircraft air, carriers oh, okay. over there in that area. But um, they said that, you know, we're not, it, it was, it was, they're, they're sending troops to um, help with like food and medical for, sure. Um, the, the Israeli people, the the Jews. Well, 
So um, there are, I mean, there are allies, so that yeah. makes sense. But they said they're not sending any like, you know, forces to help. Just, yeah. just like aid is all they're sending. Um, but yeah, so it's yeah, both both wars are um, troubling. Um, so I I will get into why here in a second. So <laughs> on both fronts, um, we're gonna go down like some like the seven big, um, I guess you could call them prophecies of like end times. Right. And, um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing and I'll give you the verses, but I'm not going to read the verses. So number one is wars and rumors of wars. That's one of the signs of end times. Right. And that's Matthew 24, six through seven. So it just, that is just, you know, they'll be increased wars, like pretty much like war after war and then rumors of wars. Pretty much it it's, it's everyone is going to be pretty much scared is what, is what pretty much what it says, you know, leading up to end times. Um, um, number two, natural disasters will be increased. That's from Matthew 24, 7. Um, it says famines, earthquakes, and other natural disasters are seen as signs in the end times. Um, which there has been a lot more uh, disasters. I mean, every like the um, volcanoes. There's been a lot of volcanoes. There's been a lot of earthquakes. Um, seems like more weather related disasters, like New York flooding recently, um, hurricanes tornadoes, you know, all, all the above. Um, it seems to be more frequent than, than in past years. Um, number three is false prophets. Uh, so that's Matthew 24, 24 says the Bible warns about false prophets and false messiahs who will deceive many in the end times. Um, I can think of, you know, televangelist right now that, um, you know, money grabber that I I would say is a false prophet. And I think everyone knows who I'm talking about. Joel Osteen? Uh, <clears throat> Joel Osteen, yeah. yeah <laughs> well, I mean, there's, there's many more out there, but yeah, that's just the main one that comes to my mind. Sure. Um, number four, the spread of the gospel. Um, so this, this is the, it, it says that, you know, the gospel needs to be spread to the ends of the earth. Um, before the return of Jesus. So that's Matthew 24, 14, um, which I'm, I don't, I'm pretty sure, I mean, it's almost to every corner of the world. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd, I'm trying to think of some place there's no missionaries, but I think they're pretty much every, maybe like some villages like in the middle of the Amazon that no one have found yet. But I mean, there's, you know, there's videos or videos, movies, I think it was called the tip of the spear about the missionaries who go to the villages and they end up getting eaten or something like that. Right. And then I, I don't know, but yeah. that is really scary. Like, I don't know if you've seen green Inferno. I have not. Um, it's not about missionaries. It's about uh activists like uh anti-climate change activists, but same premise. They pretty much go into the middle of the jungle and encounter some indigenous people that, do some pretty insane and messed up stuff to them. Right. But like, uh, 
I don't know. I, I think as a missionary, that's a super dangerous job. What's yeah. the What's the movie with uh, Liam Neeson and Andrew Garfield where they are Christian uh, missionaries from, I think they're from Europe, that go to Japan? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have not I seen that movie. I don't I mean, know what that movie is called, but that movie is ruthless, dude. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called either. I don't think it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so then the next one, number five, is persecution of believers. And that is Matthew 24, 9. And that, I mean, I can see that more now than any other time I've been alive. Um, it seems like that Christians are being very persecuted. Um, more, so? uh, more in other countries than here. Yeah, I mean... If you look at how many empty churches there are now and just people, I mean, just leaving the faith because they're... That doesn't mean that it's directly linked to persecution, though. Uh, Not really, but I mean... I mean, that could just be people losing their faith. I mean, I, I think it's definitely a time where... Because I see it a little bit differently. I, I think that it's, it, it's a time... We live in a time where... Um, more people are, are, how do I say this, forming their own beliefs about a lot of things uh, that aren't in alignment with the Christian faith. And some of those people were raised in the Christian faith, right? Because the, obviously we live in the Bible Belt, right? We're in Tennessee. Um, on Sunday, like the roads are empty because everybody's at church kind yeah. of thing. Like there's no traffic. Right. And then, you know, 11 or 12 o'clock hits and you can't move because everybody's out of church. They're all going to restaurants, so on and so forth. Right. Um, so with that being said, I definitely think that there are a lot of people, a lot, there's a lot of new beliefs and way of looking at things, whether it be um, a, a cause and effect by like social media or more communication um, with people that have the same belief system as you, right? Like echo chambers, like discord or forums, like Reddit and places like that. Um, I think it really connected a lot of people. Um, and I think that these causes have had an effect on the Christian religion. I don't necessarily, I'll say this. I have never had someone persecute me. I'll, I'll how do I say this? I have been persecuted more for my race than my religion. Yeah. So I can see where you're coming from. I don't hundred percent agree. I definitely think that a lot of people are like leaving the faith, but I, I don't think it's a hundred percent due to persecution of Christianity. I've never even seen somebody be persecuted for being a Christian. I, I have been persecuted for being a Christian. Just the, um, you know, being in a room with someone and saying I'm a Christian and then they like attack me for it. That's, that's literally happened to me. Um, yeah. I like, don't know. And, and I've never seen You're a Christian. You're a bigot. You're a you know, blah, you know, all this stuff. And I've been called racist because I was a Christian. <laughs> that's crazy. So, but that was, that was a long time ago. It was at a, like a punk rock show. And obviously, I think it's all dependent on the environment that you're in, right? Yeah. Like, and and that's not just to be said about Christians. That could be that could be said about anything, right? Like, 
I got I got called uh, Uncle Tom when I was a police officer, right? Yeah. So like, I think it's all about the situation that you're currently in, uh, the climate that you're currently in, and what environment you're in, right? So, yeah. but obviously, if you go somewhere where like people are not don't have faith. I don't think it's necessarily even like a Christian thing. I feel like they would attack Catholics and say, you know, things about priests touching little boys. And I think that's just the kind of people that those people are. Right. I don't think it has anything to do with like, obviously it has something to do with like your faith, but I think that's what it has to do with. I think it has to do with having faith. I don't think it's necessarily surrounded by like the Christian faith. Does that make sense? Yeah. Also, the um, I think the persecution of believers also can go back to the false prophets because, you know, there's a lot of people preaching doctrines that are really bad, like, say, like the like the KKK. They claim to be a Christian organization. Definitely false prophets there, dude. Definitely. They are deceivers 100%. And that, I think that causes persecution of Christians. By being by the name them associating themselves with the Christian religion, you know. Well, I think to an extent there is deception across the Christian faith to begin with, right? Like I can walk into any church within a ten mile radius of me and see nothing but like white Jesus when yeah. Jesus was not Caucasian. Like there's just like so so that that is deceiving in itself, right? And so like. I think that to show to show God or to show Jesus in a form where he really that isn't like his true that isn't truly what he looked like like and we can go th- to the Bible's definition and say he had hair like wool and like like obviously that's not what Jesus looked like and I think that is deceiving in itself. Mm-hmm. Um so I think there is different levels of deception. Obviously, the KKK claiming to be a Christian organization is crazy. Um, People can sit here and say, oh, well, there's different interpretations of the Bible, blah, blah, blah. Equally yoked mean doesn't mean like the same amount of faith or uh, belief in God. It means skin color or whatever, right? Like, obviously, people have misused religion, not just Christianity, but have misused religion through all of time, right? Like... So I definitely think there's different levels of deception. I think there's very basic levels of deception. And that is um, like depictions of Christ that isn't, that aren't Christ-like, right? Like let's use the, let's use the definition or the description that the Bible gives, right? And have, you know, I I don't know, a, a sketch artist or so, you know, like somebody to, to, to recreate the image of Jesus Christ as it is described in the Bible, which is the word of God. Right. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I can go into any, any church within a 10 mile radius and uh, you know, there's, there's white Jesus on the wall. Yeah. And I think that's a false prophet as well. Right. So, yeah, but um, it is, but also, I mean, God, I'm not, I'm not trying to <laughs> trying to go against you here by any means, but, um, I've met quite a few Jews in my time, and they are very fair-skinned. Um, 
So I don't, I don't know what that's about. I'm, I've, you know, some Jews even like a red, red heads and really fair skin. So I, you know, like I said, I don't know. Oh, I don't want to debate the complexion of Jesus. I'm just saying a state of fact that, you know, some, there are some fair skin Jews out there. So I, I could, I could convert to Judaism tomorrow and I'm not fair skin. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, I don't, I don't think that has anything to do with it. <laughs> Like when you um, say you've met Jews, I, I would like assume like you went to like Jerusalem or Israel or even Palestine because there are Jews that live in Palestine, right? Like like descendants of the Jewish people. Like, because you got to think too, like America is a melting pot, which is yeah. awesome, right? Like that's one of the best parts of America. I'm biracial, right? Like my mom's white, my dad's black, like. And so I think definitely people that have converted to Judaism over the years and the big melting pot that America is um, with, you know, people from the Middle East and Europeans and, you know, African-Americans and and people from South America and the Latino community. And so I, I would not say that the skin color or the skin complexion of a Jewish person now would be a accurate representation of the skin color of Jesus Christ. No, that I'm just saying that I've, you know, they, there's a lot of different complexions in the Jewish nation. That's all I'm saying. Like I said, I didn't want to bring in, I don't want to like debate <laughs> the complexion of Jesus, but you know, I was just saying like as a, as a, you know, off headed funny comment, you know, yeah, I, but I think for this uh, particular, um, like, false prophets, I feel like that has been a thing for hundreds of years. Oh, yeah. I mean, people have used the word of God to wage war. People have used um, the word of God to kill and murder those who they don't think are worthy, like stoning people and and people have used the word of God to enslave people. And I'm not, just, yeah. I'm not talking about slavery in the U S I'm, I'm talking about like Egypt. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm, I think the false prophet point here is like, how many prop false prophets do we need before we go, man, this is, this is happening. Right. Like I think when you talk about this point about false prophets, I think this, this point alone has been happening for hundreds of years. Oh yeah. I'm just saying these are, you know, in the Bible, this is, these are the seven main signs. That's all I'm saying. I'm didn't say this is, yeah, it's, I'm not, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying like, as we're going through these points, I'm just a- analyzing them. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. To say like, uh, are we, cause the whole, the whole question of today's episode is, are we in the end times? Okay. Well, let's, break out what we think the end times are as described in the word of God. And then let's analyze each one of them. Right. And that's kind of like where I'm at and kind of going with everything. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Um, so let's moving right along. See the persecution of believers. We said that I don't think I gave the verse it's Matthew 24, nine, um, number six signs in the sky, Luke 21, 25. Uh, speaks of signs in the sun, moon, stars, which some associate with celestial events. So that, I mean, gosh, there, I mean, I want to say there's more to it than just the sun, moon, and stars. Um, Like, 
I, I would say like the whole UFO phenomenon, I, I would say that is signs of the skies that, you know, hasn't happened in past years. Um, of course, you know, I am under the, the camp of, you know, UFOs are potentially um, demonic. So um, maybe, maybe even Nephilim. So that, you know, more seeing more of them would be a sign because it, it also refers, it's not on my list here, but it also refers to in the end times, it'll be as in the days of Noah. And one of the things that happened in the days of Noah was there were Nephilim on the earth. Um, so that's, that's another thing. So, um, yeah, so signs, moon, stars. What do you think, dude? When it says celestial events, it kind of makes me think of like um, things like solar flares and eclipses and, you know, shooting stars or comets that pass by the orbit of Earth that we've not kind of seen in a long time. Um, maybe, you know, I, I'll be I'll be honest with you. Every time there's like some sort of event, it's a, if it's a an eclipse or if it's a, a meteor or if it's a super moon, it only happens once every hundred years. I've only been on this earth for 32 years and I swear on everything that is holy. I have had to have seen 15 super moons by now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I, I feel like the celestial events thing, um, as far as like, as far as occurrences that happen with the sun, moon and stars, as we know them, like eclipses and things that I just mentioned, every time you hear about those things happening, they're like, Oh, this is so rare. This happens once every thousand years. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, dude, what a time to be alive. Like I've, I've experienced like the birth of technology. Um, like, you know what I mean? Like I've just experienced so many rare phenomenon in my 32 years uh, on this yeah. earth, apparently. Um, I will say, though, that the eclipse that happened, when was it? 2018, I think. Was that the big one where everybody like recorded it and it, it like got dark? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? When it actually got dark. Yeah. That was the first. Uh, that eclipse was the first time something like that had ever happened. And I was like, you know, excuse my language. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. Right. Like I have never seen something like this before um, to where it literally got dark for like 10 minutes in the middle of the day. I mean, it was crazy. Um, so, yeah, I'm not really sure about this one. I don't know if it if it if it's referencing. Um, uh, if it's referencing occurrences or anomalies or I don't even think that's an anomaly, right? Because they knew it was going to happen, but like, um, I really don't know what to make at this point. Yeah. So there's, I'm, I'm going to totally screw this up because I didn't look it up for part of this, but I know that in the, the Hebraic calendar, there's events that happen. Um, like there's feast days and there's, the what the feast of tabernacles there's um gosh passover you know all the all these feast days that they have and um whenever like an eclipse happens on one of those days or like a lunar eclipse you know that's that they consider that like a more of a sign 
Um, but like I said, I don't have all that information in front of me. I'm just telling you that's one of the things that no. um, that they look for. Um, also, there's the Zodiac, um, which I, ho- I heard Joel Thomas talk about this today, but I don't remember what he called it. But there were, it was called something else before it was called the Zodiac. And it was... Um, they used it for signs and for seasons instead of like trying to tell the future. It was more of like, like they predicted the, I think the birth of Jesus was like set up in the stars and all this stuff. I can't remember what it was called. I wish I could, but that may be another thing that, you know, is talking about the signs. Cause I saw someone on, I think it was on TikTok or Instagram. They were saying that, um, the, gosh, I'm going to butcher this. Um, so in the revelation, there's like the, you know, they talk about the dragon being in the sky and they talk about the virgin and all this stuff. And so there was like the star, the dragon star, which is Draco. And then there was another star constellation, which was the virgin. And there was another star, a lion, Leo, I think, or something was in the belly of Virg, the virgin star i don't i can't like i said i can't remember all this but it was like a big sign like because they call it the birth pains whenever it's getting like close to the end times that we're in the birth pains um and they were like oh look you know the dragon the virgin there's a you know leo the lion which would be jesus is in the belly of the virgin and i was like dude i don't know what you're talking about but it sounds important so so i thought i would, I would mention it here but i don't know all the details, look it up. I'm sure you guys can find it. But yeah, that, that that was very interesting. And that would be another, I think, sign in the moon and stars. You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Okay. I'm just, I'm, just I'm thinking and I, what I'm trying to think of is like, um, well, I'll tell you what, thought. let's finish the points and then I'll tell you what thought was coming across my, uh, coming across my, okay. my head. Because it was an actually a really interesting thought. I was kind of lost in it. Okay, this one is the last one, and um, my notes, I don't have a verse. This is this is jacked up. So just look in Revelation, guys, because this is all, all in Revelation. So the Antichrist. Antichrist is number seven, which I know for a fact. I, I don't want to say for a fact. I don't know for a fact. But I, I heard somewhere that, you know, there would be other, like, Antichrist leading up to the main Antichrist. I don't know where I heard that at. I don't know. Like they call Hitler is a precursor of the Antichrist. I guess a precursor would be what I'm saying. But so the Antichrist, I mean, who knows who this dude is? Um, you know, they said, you know, you can reckon the number of the beast, 666. It's a, it's a, a human number and the number is his name. Um and I know the Antichrist is supposed to come out of the revised Roman Empire. Um, but I mean, I don't, I mean, I have no idea even where to think. I mean, everyone has speculated throughout the years who the Antichrist is. I mean, it's been crazy. It's been, you know, first, I mean, I've heard, you know, it's Barack Obama's Antichrist. And I heard uh, Trump's the Antichrist. And then I heard it's Elon Musk is the Antichrist. And then Jeff Benzo, Bezos is the Antichrist. I mean, everyone says everyone is the Antichrist. You know, so who knows who the Antichrist is because everyone thinks everyone else is the Antichrist, you know? Yeah. 
Well, I definitely think it wouldn't be somebody that people didn't like. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's like it's going to be somebody in power or close to power that people like and that can. What? There was a movie. There was an Antichrist movie in the early 2000s that I watched. Hold on. You know me, boys. I got to Google it. Google time. Um. Antichrist movies in the 2000s. Let's see if I can find this bitty. Uh, was it? Is it The Omen? I think it is. It's The yeah. Omen. So The Omen is actually it's a reboot. 2006. There's a reboot of a like early 80s, late 70s movie, but it's it's also a book. Um, there's Dude, seven crazy book, yeah, seven or eight series. It's 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 a it's the Omen collection. Yeah, it is a book, and it came out in uh, the original movie came out in 1976. Yeah, yeah, that um, it's, it's creepy, dude. Well, and and in the movie, the Omen, he's, his dad is basically like a uh, ambassador for the United States or whatever. And yeah. then you know, spoiler alert: if you don't want to have the movie spoiled, you know, tune away now and then come back in 30 seconds. Uh, or just fast forward to 30 seconds. Um, basically, he his, he kills his parents and his parents die. And the president of the country that he's living in takes him in. And that's what he wanted as the Antichrist. He wanted to be close to power to have influence um, and things like that. So, um, But the kid was very likable outside of like his parents and the priest that knew he was the Antichrist. Yeah, that's why a lot of people think, you know, like, especially, I mean... I'm not saying any, don't take, don't read into what I'm saying right now. Cause I'm not saying anything Too either late, side, into it. left or right, either side. Don't take anything I'm going to say about these two people because I don't want to be attacked because both sides will attack me. <laughs> so it has to be someone with a lot of charisma, a lot of, you know, very charismatic that people love, like people love Barack Obama. People love Trump. I'm just saying both of either one of those people have, potential to be an antichrist because they can lead people and lead them astray. I mean, people would take their word, like, especially Donald Trump. I mean, people take his word as that's this dude can do no wrong whenever he's doing very much wrong, but you know, they don't see it. You know, I will say this. I will say this. Um, living in East Tennessee, anybody who's drove through Gatlinburg is probably seeing, I have never in my life seen a Barack Obama store, but I have seen many, many Trump stores. Yeah. Like it's, it's fanatical the way um, people follow some of these people. If you look at our current president, he, I mean, is not that way. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, if you're well-spoken and, have the confidence, then people will follow you. That's what I'm trying to yeah. say. Yeah. I think uh old Joe is headed for a nursing home as soon as he's out of there. Yeah. For sure. I mean, he's it's kind of like Bush, dude. Bush didn't even know how to spell potato. I know. Right? Like, I mean, who who is leading the country at this point? Yeah. So yeah, nah. It definitely has to be somebody that's super likable. And in contrary to like popular, I think it'll be somebody who can unite both sides. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't think Obama was the antichrist. I don't think Trump was the antichrist. I think it's, it's going to be, 
it'll be somebody some- far more charismatic that can win yeah. over both sides and and so you know and it's not gonna be i don't think it's gonna be somebody from america <laughs> you know no way um you don't think so i don't think so i think america has a lot of influence around the world it wouldn't shock me it doesn't it i don't think it has as much influence as it used to though i don't know man i don't know i mean we're still a superpower and i'm not saying like we're the superpower of course like nowadays i mean I think China is way more dangerous than people give them credit for. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, people seem to think that China is just this country that poses no threat to the United States whatsoever, which is the furthest thing from the truth. Dude, China owns the United States. Do you know how much money we have? We've been backed by China for so many years. I mean, seriously, it, it, we're in so much debt to China. That's, that's no joke. I think. I think if, when you look at it from a financial standpoint, I think everybody owns everybody, and everybody owes everybody. And there's money that is rolling around doing things that doesn't actually exist. It's just a, a digital number uh, represented somewhere that gives it, you know, value. Which, you know, that money doesn't even exist. So, I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it doesn't actually exist. I know there are checks and balances and um, ways to track money, whether it's, excuse me, whether it's digital or, or whether it's gold or, or, you know, actual legal tender. Um, But what I'm saying is, is like, the the people who are in charge of those organizations and like keeping track of those organizations like the the federal reserve and things like that is the is the government so technically the government can do and say whatever they want and there's nobody that can really stop them um like if tomorrow the government if tomorrow i checked my bank account and it said 10 billion dollars and i go to my bank and i go is this right and they're like, yeah, that's, yeah, you got 10 billion. And I go, okay. And I contact the FBI and I go, Hey, is this, I was broke yesterday. Is this 10 billion? Is this, is this real? And they're like, yeah, that's, that's real. But all it is, is a number on a screen. Like, but if they wanted it to be real for me tomorrow, it could be, you know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, and I feel like a lot of that happens throughout the world. I, I think to honestly a, a more massive scale than $10 billion. I think $10 billion is a drop in the bucket. Um, when you're talking about funding wars and running countries and obviously it's not a drop in the bucket to me. Like if you give me a million dollars, like I'm dude, give me a thousand dollars. I'll go nuts. Right. Like, um, but I think 10, 10 billion is, is such a drop in the bucket when you, when you look at, the excuse me guys i am so sorry it is um it's 9 10 here which is a little bit past my bedtime uh this is usually the time that i get a couple hours of sleep for after you get up with the baby so again my apologies for yawning so much jason i'm sorry um but yeah so i i definitely think that that there's a lot of 
misrepresentation when it comes to the debt that we owe countries um, and the debt that countries owe us. Right. So. Yeah, totally. But I definitely think China is a scary, a formidable opponent. Definitely. I I don't even want to think about a conflict with China because that's, that's very scary. Yeah. But Uh, I could see the Antichrist being born in a country like China because they have so much influence and they are, um, they hold such a high position on the world stage. I could definitely, and I think in the movie, the omen, the Antichrist is born in like Russia. I think, I think they're in like Russia or they're like Germany. I think it's like either Eastern Europe or I think it might just be, is it Eastern Europe? I don't remember if you guys have seen the movie, um, educate me because I've not seen it in a very long time and let me know. Um, Um, where this kid's from so it in the bible it says he's supposed to come from the roman empire which roman empire was huge and you know covered a lot almost the entire world um so i mean you know he can come out of switzerland and out of uh out of cern area because um yeah all that stuff over there is is crazy that's crazy (laughs) to even think yeah (laughs) um Dude, so I want to I want to talk about this a little bit. So, speaking of China and Russia, um, one of the big prophecies about the end times, which I never thought I would see, and it, it's actually happening right now. It, and it, it's kind of it's kind of scary because I mean, I shouldn't be scared because you know I, I know that you know I'm saved and I plan on you know, I, I, I don't know why I said, <laughs> because I know I'm saved and I know that, you know, where I'm going when I die, uh, I'll put it that way. Um, but the river Euphrates is, is drying up. And that was one of the prophecies It said when the river Euphrates dry up, dries up, then that's a, a one of the main signs of the end of days because, um, the the whole theory behind that is so Israel is going to be attacked by the kings of the north and the kings of the north um a lot of people speculate that that's like China and Russia and they would walk through on dry land across the river Euphrates so and if it's it's literally almost dry now and that's that's pretty crazy Yeah, and and that kind of what you said right before you talked about um, the river drying up kind of is what I was lost in thought about. As a Christian, you always hope for Jesus to come back, right? Yeah. Um, because you know what's going to happen when, you, when, you, when you're taken away from this place, right? But at the same time, do you want that to happen? Because what about all those people that haven't been evangelized to? Or what if what if there's that guy that you work with and you've been evangelizing to him and you almost got him, you almost you almost got him to come to church and get to know Christ, and then oh never mind, he's gone forever. Yeah. He's gone to he's gone to shield. You know what I mean? And so half of me thinks like, and that's what I was thinking about earlier. I was like, man, can you really hope for something like that as a Christian? Like is it is that is that selfish, right? To to think of it that way, I don't know. 
but that's that's kind of what I was thinking on um, when you were like, hello, is anyone there? <laughs> so we live in a society that is so focused on materialism. I know that there's people out there, Christian or not, they're probably thinking, man, I, I don't want Jesus to come back because I'm going to lose all my stuff. That, I mean, it's it's hard pill to swallow, but I know that there are people out there that think that. Um, And, you know, you got to realize that's that's part of the 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 world you know being of the world you can't be of the world you can be in the world without being of the world and uh, that's one thing that i think people need to wrap their heads around is there's a lot more things that are more important like your eternal eternal life is more important than you know the type of nikes you wear you know yeah of course i mean I don't know. I I don't think. I think people are under the assumption that when they die, they can't take stuff with them. Maybe not, you know, the pharaohs, right? Because they try to shove all their stuff and belongings in the pyramids with them. But that was part of their belief system. They believed that whenever you got to the scales that you needed to present Anubis with, you know, enough enough gold and riches to buy your way into uh, the the afterlife. Yeah. So I think I think that's a belief system in its own, but I don't I think it's a common thought process that when you die you can't take it with you. Yeah, I mean, I know you can't take it with you, but I'm saying that people would rather keep their stuff than look for Jesus to come back. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, they're they're um people out there who'd rather I get what you're saying. You're saying you're saying there's a guy somewhere driving a ferrari living in a big mansion making lots of money that's like man if jesus can hold on until i get old and i'm right about to die so that i can enjoy this life yeah i know what you're i know what you're saying i think it's i think it's less about the things that they like i think it's less about the things that they have and i think it is what you said like being of the world i don't think it has to do with like you can you can be that way and not be that way with like material possessions you could be that way with your wife i just want to spend a little bit more time with my with my wife or my kids i mean that's being of the world that is being of the world right i don't think it's necessarily i think you kind of presented it in the wrong way like saying materialistic things yeah um but it, it can be like that with anything right and so um i i completely get what you're saying and i understand where you're coming from yeah so, um, dude, it's just, there's so much stuff that, I mean, we, we didn't even touch right now. Um, we're going on an hour. I know, I know you need to get some sleep. Um, so we're going to try to wrap it up here. Um, but I mean, there's, I mean, I encourage you all, if you're still listening right now to just, you know, go to the easiest way. I know most of you are probably not going to crack open a Bible, um, the easiest way go, <laughs> this is going to sound weird because I'm using AI, go to chat GPT, type in signs of the end times and it'll populate everything, all the signs and it'll give you the verses. So you don't have to even look them up. It'll just tell you right there. So if you want, if you want to know more, go look at, that's the fastest way I can tell you to look it up. Well, guys, we know where Jason got all the time. For tonight's episode. <laughs> no, I didn't. I, I knew where those were. Uh, no, I'm just um, 
no um but also i'm going to wrap up by by doing something I've, I've never done before um i hope you don't mind ty um if if you are listening to my voice right now still again if if the chat gpt thing didn't get you and you just i'm not listening to this guy anymore so if you're still listening um i just want to say that there's hope out there for you no matter where you are in life no matter what you've done there's always hope and um that hope is jesus yeshua um you know i i believe with all my heart that he was born of a virgin he lived a sinless life he died on a cross took all of our sins upon him rose from the grave and lives in heaven and he did it all for us that's what i believe and if you believe that, then you will be saved. So I just want to let everyone know it's it's that easy. Just confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you will be saved. So, um, and if anyone's listening right now and you want, you know, to talk to us about anything, um, if you do, if you disagree with us, that's cool. I, I don't mind. Um, I just felt like I needed to say that because. A lot of people out there, you know, wouldn't use their platform to um, tell you the good news. And um, I'm I'm not afraid. I'm just going to tell you like it is. That's what I believe. And hopefully uh, it'll impact you in some way. Um, but, yeah, that's it for me. What about you, Ty? I don't think oh. I have anything to add, my friend. Awesome. So I will add something else now since you don't have anything to add. Go to Facebook. Instagram and follow us because that would be awesome for you guys to come out and just chat with us. Also hit us up on, um, I think we, we're on TikTok. Uh, I don't really post that much, but if you're on TikTok, hit us up there. Also, um, follow us. If you're listening right now, like I said, give us a five star review, give us a subscribe. You're already here. It doesn't hurt to click a button, click that button, give us a like. Um, but yeah, man, um, I guess that's it for this week. That's it for this week. We got more exciting stuff coming up for you guys um, in the very, very near future. We're going to have some special guests on um, in the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to ruin who those are. You're just going to have to come around and, and take a listen to what we got going on um, for our Halloween episode, which is spooky season. Uh, very exciting stuff happening there. And we got some uh, more exciting stuff happening uh, as we move into the holiday season. Um, as you guys recall last year, we had Brad C. Hodson on with some Christmas time, uh, ghost stories. Um, so hopefully moving into the holiday season, we got a really special guest coming in November. Um, and then hopefully we can keep it rolling into and through the holiday season, um, and get some really, really good, interesting content for you guys. So make sure you come back for our next episode on Halloween. It's going to be a really awesome show, um, and continue to follow us through the holiday season. Yes, follow us through the holiday season, especially the spooky season, because it's going to get spooky. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, um, until next time, Ty, I guess I'll see you later, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.